Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Sports Moose Media Podcast for the week. Ricky Dean, along with Rick Burkett, on the phone with me this afternoon as we get set to talk about high school football in the area, primarily southwest Alabama, and very much so concentrating on Monroe County and Escambia County, Alabama. As a lot of these teams now, uh, Rick, after we get halfway through the season, and uh, we're now in week six, so... um, most teams having four to five games left on their season. And so all these regions, especially the regions that we're going to be touching on primarily today, are the regions uh, Region 1 in 7A all the way down through 1A in the Alabama High School Athletic Association. A lot of big games this weekend as these upper-level teams that are, that are vying for spots, playoff spots, and you've got to finish in the top four in your respective region to make the playoffs. All these teams are, are now, they're really going to start playing each other and knocking each other off. Yeah, and uh, uh, glad to be with you this afternoon, Ricky. Uh, it's just what we covered uh, a couple of weeks ago. We said that they would be getting into the meat of their schedule here at this time of year, and we're kind of in the middle of football season, high school and college. And uh, these next few games will decide who your playoff contenders are, uh, for sure, in, in, at least in our regions in the region one regions. Uh, so, uh, and it's a, bu- a bunch of good games this weekend. So looking forward to it. Of course, looking forward to our game, especially. Yeah, uh, no doubt about it. I mean, there's some big games all up and down the schedule and, and we're going to touch on a few of those, uh, as we work our way. And just like we always do, you know, we're going to start in a, in Monroe County, Alabama, and we're going to talk, uh, to begin with about J.F. Shields, the J.F. Shields Panthers. And I tell you one thing, you know, J.F. Shields has had a tough road to hoe this year. They've, they're have they 0-6 at, at the time, and they're just coming off a beatdown. They, you know, they they ended up taking on Leroy last week, got beat by them 46-8. to And if you look at poor J.F. Shields, the Panthers' schedule doesn't get any easier because this week they host Six and one Milry, who is three and zero oh in their region, uh, and and Milry after going um, after losing their opening game of the year to um, to Centronail by a score of twenty seven twenty six, they have knocked off six opponents in in a row. They've they've played six in a row since losing. They've won six games in a row. They're six and one, and so JF Shields is going to have a tough one this week as they go to Milry to Wildcat Hill to play. Play this Friday night. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I tell you what. Uh, I mean, talk about bad luck. I mean, JF Shields are in a, you know, in a tough, tough region to start with, and then to wind up with Georgiana, Leroy, and Millery all back to back to back is, uh, and then it's Southern Chalk like that. So Millery's a good team. They've only lost one game to uh, Citronelle, which is a much larger school than Millery. And uh, you know, Millery located up in North Washington County there, and uh, just uh, just I mean they they really turned into a powerhouse. They just barely lost that game to, you know, on the first game of the season to like I said a much larger school in Central Nail. So uh, it's going to be tough for Jeff Shields this Friday night, but uh, that's what you play the game for, as they say. That's right. Well, you know, good luck to the Panthers, but it's going to be a tough road to hold for them as they go to Millery. As we uh, travel over still in Monroe County, uh, head over toward uh, Monroe County High. And, you know, I've, I've talked very fondly of uh, the coaching staff and, and it's 
particularly the head coach at Monroe County this year, Coach Shannon Felder. And I believe he's got the Tigers uh, kind of moving in the right direction. You know, they're they're headed in a in kind of an an upward trend even though you really can't tell it by the record the record right now one in five they're coming off a loss to excel this past week in county rivalry excel beat them by a score of 46 to nothing but um but it it really doesn't you know this is going to be an interesting game right here because this is a class 3a region one ball game between monroe county and hillcrest evergreen hillcrest evergreen we've seen them a couple of times and uh, hillcrest evergreen is really no indication of their record as to to what this team is capable of they're 0 and 4 in the region 0 and 6 on the year they lost last week to mobile christian who doesn't by a score of 42 to nothing but i tell you this is going to be an interesting contest between two teams in class 3a region 1 that are desperately needing a win right now yeah that's right we covered both teams and uh, uh one of them twice and uh I'm telling you, uh, both teams, you know, you hear announcers on TV talk about sort of passing the eye test. Uh, Monroe County has got a pretty good football team. I mean, and it may not sound like it was only one win, but they've been competitive in their games, and they never give up. We watched them against Scambia County High School that more, and uh, watched them against WSNL. They, they play decent football. And we know Evergreen has played a, just a killer schedule, and we talked about that earlier this year about how tough these Region Ones, the, the, regardless of the division they were in, as far as the classification are. There's a lot of good football, and uh, and I've seen Monroe and uh, and Hillcrest both play good football. So you're right; it's an interesting uh, interesting uh, matchup this Friday, night, and the best of luck to, to both teams. Yeah, that'll be a good one. It'll be played at Hillcrest Evergreen. That game is scheduled for Friday night at 7 o'clock. As we move on down from Monroe County High, we move down uh, Highway 21 just a piece, about a rock's throw, and we get to Monroe Academy. The Volunteers at 2-6 and six on the year, they lost to Glenwood School this past week, and of course Glenwood is the number one AISA school in any division. They're ranked number one. They're, um, they're undefeated on the year. They they beat uh, Monroe Academy last week by a score of forty eight to thirteen. Monroe Academy is at Morgan Academy in Selma. Uh, Morgan Academy is one in six. They lost to Atauga Academy this past week forty nine to nothing. So that's going to be another one. Monroe Academy, you know, they're, they're having a down year, but this will be an opportunity for them to hopefully uh, get to three and six. Uh, Morgan Academy is certainly beatable, and uh, and the. Uh, the volunteers will just have to put a good game together, and hopefully, I, I matter of fact, I was doing some research about the different schools in the area. I saw a thing where I believe I read, if I've read the article correctly, uh, coming out of the Monroe Journal, that uh, the the JV team of um, of or it's either junior high or JV in AISA. They have a state championship uh, kind of a playoff thing for them, and I believe that Monroe Academy's JV team is playing for uh, the state title. They're they're, they're going to play for the state title in junior high football. Oh, yeah, well, good for them, and and uh, and that that's a pretty good forecast for years to come if you can hang on to them. High school's gotten almost as bad as the transfer portal and. In, in college levels these days, people swapping schools, but uh, 
Uh, we, we hope Coach Fells are able to hang on to those athletes and, and get them up there. And this this Friday night, I think I think Monroe's got a got a pretty good chance to come away with a W against Morgan. Morgan just it's just an off year for him. Yeah, well, hopefully uh, Monroe Academy will be able to right the ship against Morgan Academy, and that game is going to be played in Selma. As we look at uh, Class 3A Region 1, of course, that's the region that we're most um, familiar with because we've got, you know, the WS Neal Blue Eagles play in Class 3A Region 1, so we get to see all these teams that we mentioned. Now, the XL Panthers, they're 3-3 three and three on the year. They beat Monroe County this past week 46 to nothing. They've got a tough one, too. XL at 3-3. Three and three. They travel to Thomasville. Thomasville beat Flomerton this past week 21-7, to seven, a very good Flomerton team that we will get an opportunity to see Friday night. But that's going to be a tough one at Thomasville for XL. And uh, Thomasville, we've talked about it. Of course, Mobile Mobile Christian seems to be the class of 3A Region 1. Thomasville's right up there. Got to be, uh, if, if that's going to be an interesting game between those two teams uh, when that comes. But Thomasville definitely solid uh, probably at that number two spot. Oh, yeah. I, I'm in agreement with that. Uh, Thomasville's got a good football team. Uh and we'll be able to watch them too in a couple of weeks, or or at least they they, they meet on the twenty uh, seventh. Uh, does Thomasville and Mobile Christian? But take it one game at a time. And uh, uh, this week uh, they got XL. XL stumbled a little bit out of the gate, but you know they they're coming off a couple of pretty impressive victories. Uh, Monroe County, they're they're you know. Uh, they did not allow them to score, and we know that Monroe County offense can score. So. Uh, then they beat J.U. Blackshire. J.U. Blackshire's got a pretty good squad. They held Flomington. Uh, they lost by one touchdown to Flomington. So, uh, XL's got a got a pretty good team, but it's it's probably a little much to ask them to go into Thomasville. Thomasville's just got a got a juggernaut of a team this year. Yeah, and you're you know. It's it's just going to be a tough road to hoe over there. Anytime you got to go across the river over there and play uh, uh, play at Thomasville, you know, I mean, it's it's going to be a, a tough game. That place will be packed on Friday night, and with those Thomasville Tigers winning the way they are, everybody's going to be excited, and they won't be excited to see XL coming over there to play. <laughs> yeah, that's right. As we continue in Monroe County, 2A Region 1 now, J.U. Blackshire at 3-4. and four. You know, J.U. Blackshire kind of threw us a curve. Uh, I was really expecting some big things out of J.U. Blackshire. They they jumped off the just right out of the gate and were 3-0. and oh. They've lost four straight ball games. They last lost to McKenzie, who's got a very good squad. McKenzie beat them 38-16 on J.U. Blackshire's homecoming at home. Now, here's something that's interesting about about the upcoming opponent for J.U. Blackshire. J.U. Blackshire travels to Grove Hill Friday night to take on Clark County. Clark County is 2-4, and four, which sounds like, okay, well, this ought to be a game that Blackshire can win. The problem is, is that... Uh, they're two and zero in the region is Clark County. They they beat Chickasaw forty to nothing, uh, and then they lost their losses. Their four losses that they have on the season, they lost to Sweetwater, Leroy, Strawn, who is five and one in Class Three A, and to the to the Millery Wildcats. So, I mean, Clark County even at two and four. 
that's a good football team. That's one of those you don't judge the book by its cover because the cover will lie to you. That's a good football team right there at Clark County. Man, that's right. A lot of teams started off the year with some easier schedules and finished with harder schedules. And some schools like Evergreen, for instance, in Clark County, they started off with a really hard schedule and it gets a little easier on the back end. At Clark County sure fits that bill. Uh, J.U. Blacks have still got a chance, though. I mean, I think they're fairly evenly matched. And I think I think J.U. Blacks has got a chance. But, yeah, you can't go by Clark County's record. And really, you know, as, 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 a, as, as a coach and stuff, and you you can't go by the record anyhow. You got to prepare for that next team like they're capable of beating you anytime because you had never as the old cliche you don't ever underestimate your opponent. And uh, but I I, I kind of feel like Ju Blackshire's got a pretty good chance at this one, even though Clark County is pretty good. Should be a good game. Yeah, Ju Blackshire, like we said, at three and four, they're at Clark County. That game's scheduled for Friday night at seven o'clock, and that's going to mean a lot in that region, in Class Two A Region One, because uh, uh, you know Ju Blackshire still they they have a shot at the playoffs. You got to finish in the top four, and they're right there. So so they need to win a. a couple more games uh to continue that uh trek as we get to playoff time and they could find themselves in that four spot in class 2a region one as we look back into aisa football right now 2a region two the escambia academy cougars they're three and four on the year one and two in their region they play at patrician academy who is four and three and one and one the cougars beat pickens academy this last week uh at home 46 to 14 this is a battle between escambia and patrician this is going to be a battle for the third spot in the 2a region 2 of the aisa patrician is one and one uh Escambia Academy is one and two. If the Cougars could pick up a win, uh, you know they could they could even that uh, that record up between the, the two of them, and that would give them the tiebreaker between those two schools. Now, Patrician Academy is coming off a home loss. They lost to Lowndes Academy this past week by a score of twenty-two to fourteen. So uh, here's looking. Uh, just saying good luck to the Cougars of Escambia Academy as uh, as they look to pick up their own spot in the playoffs at the end of this season. Yeah, Escambia Academy's got a good chance. I mean, it's probably the thing that's in, in Patrician's favor is that they're playing that in you know at Butler, and it's just a long ride up there. And uh, but. Uh, EA, the thing that you and I were concerned about earlier this year and going back to last year, their offense has been able to score whoever they played. They just didn't have the defense quite where they wanted it. But the last few games, their defense has played really well. So I think, I think EA's got a pretty good shot at this one. And of course, that's who we'll be pulling for. Moving now into Escambia County, Alabama. Well, we were just in Escambia uh, at Escambia Academy, so we're in Escambia County anyway. But moving over into Atmore, the Escambia County High School Blue Devils, 4A Region One, Escambia County High at five and two, two and two in the region. They play. This is a, a big game in 4A Region One as they will take on the T.R. Miller Tigers at four and two, three and one in the region. Uh, Escambia County they they kind of took one on the chin this past week as they had to travel to Jackson, got beat by Jackson fifty to seven in that game. T.R. Miller beat a good Bayside Academy team thirty-one to seventeen, but um, both of these teams have. Uh, 
three region games back to back to back to kind of go toward the end of the season. And so uh, so that whole uh, 4A Region 1 is going to work itself out over the next three weeks as all these teams uh, battle against each other. But uh, this ought to be a good one right here. Of course, the rivalries there, you know, Escambia, uh, the Blue Devils and the Tigers, they they don't G-Haul very much, and that goes all the way back to when, well, it goes back forever, even before we were in school. But uh, Escambia County High and... That's right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, those two schools just never have G-hauled very well, and uh, that's going to be a big game right there. And that game, of course, will be uh, uh, that's going to be in Atmore at Escambia County High School, Herbert Barnes Stadium. So the Tigers are coming to town. That game's scheduled for Friday night. That's going to be a big one, Rick. Yes, it is. Uh, this is kind of one of those games that's really going to tell you where you're at. I don't think a lot of people expected Atmore to beat Jackson. Because Jackson has flounced everybody they've played. Nobody's even come close to beating them. They're that good. They've got a, a quarterback that's going to, you're going to be seeing playing on Saturdays here before long. Uh, but T.R. Miller, you know, if they ever, they don't have many off years, but they're, they're beatable. They've lost two games this year. Uh, they did beat a good Bayside Academy team. Uh, and, uh, so uh, I think this is a fairly even matchup. I think I think Escambia County's got a shot at it, but so does T.R. Miller. It's just going to be who, who who wants it the most and who makes the fewest mistakes, almost like it is in every game. And um, and good luck to both teams. Yeah, good uh, luck to both teams. We're, you know who we're pulling for? We're former Blue Devils. Well, that's right. Yeah, we're we're former Blue Devils, so we got to kind of hang with the blue. But that's going to be a good yeah. ball game, and it yeah. will be entertaining. And you know what's going to be really great too is because you and I have done a couple of the Escambia County High School games on the radio this year. Is you know this will no doubtedly be the largest crowd that Atmore will entertain this year. The Atmore stands will be packed the way it was the homecoming game the night we were there and you know that T.R. Miller with their Tigers they travel very well yes they do uh, both both sides uh, uh, be a great place to go this coming Friday night just like the game we're going to be doing a rivalry game I think T.R. Miller has played Atmore more than it has any other high school since they came into existence uh, with Atmore they played a Bayonet a few more times, and they played T.R. Miller, but that's that was you know that our two our two biggest rivals were were Bayonet and T.R. Miller, so uh, so it should be a really fun night. Uh, it should be nice weather, so uh, good weather for everybody to get out and support their teams. Yeah, that's going to be a fun one. Now we get to ours, and it's going to be a fun one as well. You know, as a matter of fact, here's the way the competition goes for this, is not only are the two schools in competition with each other, we got uh, competing radio stations that are going to be, we're going to be broadcasting this thing at the same time. Of course, Rick and I will have the, the Neil broadcast on 105.9 WBZR in Atmore. That game uh, gets, uh, we go on the air at 6.30. The game kicks off at 7 o'clock. And of course, the Flomerton uh, broadcast team of Attorney Ernie and White Shoes, they'll be on the uh, on the radio at 6.45. And, uh, and, 
kickoff then again at 7 o'clock, and they'll be on WPFL 105.1. So just pick your poison. You know, if you want to ride with the big blue, then you go with uh, 105.9. If you want to ride with the green and white of the Flomanton Hurricanes, then, of course, you can jump on 105.1, and the game will be there. And, and boy, Rick, we've, we've been looking forward to this one. This game has been circled as uh, as – it approaches. Uh, W.S. Neal's coming off a win at Cottage Hill. They won 42-13. to It's a game we did on the radio this past Friday night. And like you said earlier, Flomanton, they're 3-1 and in the region. Their only region loss came last week as they lost to Thomasville by a score of 21-7. to Yeah, Flomanton held a, a good Thomasville team in check. That's the most of the game. Uh, W.S. Neal's got a good team. Of course, we've done all their games. Uh, both of them coached by very good coaches. You've got, you know, a legend in Hugh Fountain at W.S. Neal, and you got a very good coach at, at Plumpton, Coach Vickery. Uh, it's just they're two very good football teams from two very fine towns, and uh, it should be just a lot of fun. And once again, the W.S. Neal has a beautiful stadium. It's a great concessions, easy parking so everybody should come out and support the teams. It'll be a beautiful night for football this uh, this Friday night. Yeah, very well said. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, and and it, it will definitely be one of the better games uh, in in this area in Southwest Alabama. That's going to be one of the better games to attend and watch on Friday night. Rick, let's kind of let's kind of look at uh, some things real quickly now uh, as we uh, look through. Let's kind of go region to region in the uh, Alabama High School Athletic Association and talk about we'll start in Class 7A because these regions are starting to work themselves out just a little bit. And, you know, at the top of Class 7A Region 1, surprisingly enough, you've got Mary Montgomery, who I've said before, I always thought of them as a baseball school, but they're playing a little football, the Vikings are this year they defeated Davidson by a score of 48 to 13 uh, Baker was, they defeated Alma Bryant this past week by a score of 35 to 6 well you've got Mary Montgomery and Baker they have both um, they have both already clinched playoff spots in class 7a region 1 but these two teams play each other on Friday night that's right and you know going you know Around here, and like you said, you always think of Mary Montgomery as a as a baseball school, but they they do occasionally have good football teams. And and man, if they got one this year, they're talking about being maybe the best team that Mary Montgomery's had in like forty or fifty years, things like that. Uh, Baker, they've got a very good football team, and of course, they've had good football teams time to time. At Baker, and uh, they really have been on a roll this year. And uh, so th- this is a, I mean, you you wouldn't think of Baker ordinarily, and and Mary Montgomery playing for this region championship, but and and it's not subtle that that's what's going to be happening this 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 Friday night. But it's going to be pretty close. I mean, the only team that beat that beat Baker is is the number one ranked. I think they're number one ranked. Dothan High uh, out of Dothan, and uh, they played them tough. Everybody else, Baker has has, has just about trounced. So it, it should be a good football team. Mary Montgomery, of course, is undefeated. And, and beat teams you wouldn't ordinarily see that that, that they would beat. Uh, so I like Davidson. That Davidson's got a pretty is you know a big school, and they they beat them, and uh, they beat Charles Henderson. I mean, we know Charles Henderson's good. So uh, this Mary Montgomery team's good. So yeah, that should be a good game for sure. 
Yeah, right now in Class 7A Region 1, if the playoffs were to start tonight, your four playoff teams would be Mary Montgomery, Baker, Daphne, and Foley. Now, this is interesting, too. Got a big game this week on the uh, Eastern Shore as Daphne and Fairhope will tie up at Fairhope, and uh, and Foley will be taking on Alma Bryan as well. So, so Mary Montgomery, Baker, Daphne, Foley, those four teams would be in the playoffs in Class 7A Region 1 if the playoffs started right Right now, looking and down that's probably, into that's probably the way it'll end too. Just knowing that and being here and living in Mobile, I think that's exactly how it will end. Could be wrong. More than likely. All right, so as we move into 6A now, let's look at 6A. Of course, 6A is being led by Sarah Land, as we've referred to them commonly as the University of Sarah Land this year. They're 7-0, and 5-0 in the region. They defeated Blunt by a score of 59-20. to They will be playing Baldwin County uh, this week. They will play Baldwin County at home. The second-place team at 5-2, and 4-1 and in the region, Spanish Fort, they defeated St. Paul's this past week they will be at mcgill tulin mcgill tulin at four and two three and one in the region they defeated baldwin county this past week 34 to 23 they will be playing spanish fort and theodore did not play this past week but they will be taking on the leopards of blunt in class 6a region one if the if the playoffs started tonight your four playoff teams would be sarah land spanish fort mcgill tulin and theodore that's some pretty good football teams right there as well. Yeah, and, and honestly, St. Paul's, uh, I mean, it hadn't been decided on it for that fourth spot either or or the third spot. So I think Sarah, it's safe to say Sarah Lynn and Spanish Ford are probably pretty safe in at this point based on who they've played. But you've got McGill, Tulin, Theodore, and St. Paul's all vying for that fourth spot, really, for sure, you know, the third and fourth spot. Because St. Paul's is a very good football team. And they lost to Spanish Fort, and when Spanish Fort started a little slowly at the beginning of the year, that they've kind of got their wheels on tight now. And uh, uh, so St. Paul's is a good team. They could still squeeze in there, too. But you're right, those top four, Sarah Lynn, Spanish Fort, McGill, Tulum, Theodore, your top four, as it stands right now. But there's still a little football to be played there. So St. Paul's could and possibly will still get in. Moving to Class 5A Region 1. You've got Gulf Shores. Gulf Shores is seven and zero. They're five and zero in the uh, in the region, and they're followed by UMS Wright, Viger, and Faith Academy. So if if those if the playoffs started tonight, those would be your four playoff teams from Class Five A Region One. Gulf Shores defeated Williamson this past week, twenty four to thirteen. They will be at Alberta. Alberta's going to be a little outmatched in this one as Alberta is is like way down the list so that game should comfortably go to Gulf Shores UMS Wright defeated Alberta this past week 55 to 13 now this is a big game right here UMS Wright will be taking on BC Rain and so that you you know BC Rain is much improved they're a very good football yeah. team UMS Wright BC Rain uh, that game will be Friday night the Viger Wolves at 4 and 2 3 and 2 in the region they lost to Faith Academy this past week in a game that I list after our game the other night I listened to the end of this one and man you talk about an incredible game that Faith Academy ended up picking up a win 21 to 13 uh Viger uh, will be taking on LaFleur this week and 
and Faith Academy at four and three, three and two in the region. They defeated Viger, as we just said, twenty-one to thirteen. Uh, so Faith Academy gets a chance to heal up and rest. And resting this time of year could be bigger than picking up another win. It gives them a chance to get their legs back up under them and get set for the last few games of the season. But if the if the playoffs started tonight in Class Five A Region One, it would be Gulf Shores, UMS Wright, Viger, and Faith Academy. That's right. Faith, Faith, that was a huge upset. Uh, Faith, uh, Faith, uh, big back king. He made a run right there close to the end of regulation to, 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 for the, you know, to put Faith ahead for good to win the game. And that was a big upset. Uh, uh, you know, prior to that, Biger just lost the one game and, and had been rolling along. So that, that was a big upset. Congratulations to the Faith Academy Rams where all my children went to school. So. And, and you were talking about teams not to count out. Looking one, one step down from Faith Academy, you've got right there knocking on the door a very good football team at 4-2 and two with B.C. Rain. They're 2-2. Two and two. So if they could beat, knock off any of these teams that are up above them, then they could also slip into that number four spot. Still plenty of football to be played in the region. Yeah. And you know what, Rick? If, if they do, and it could happen. I mean, I don't, you know, my money would be on you. That's right if I was a betting man. But uh, BC Rain's got a good football team. Got the, the, the beautiful new stadium and uh, just kind of getting their act together out there on, on, on Dolphin Island Parkway in that area out there. Uh, so if they did, then you would probably, and, and not probably, at least possibly, you would start getting into some tiebreaker scenarios uh, with those teams. You could wind up with quite a few teams with a similar region. Um, one loss record, so should be an interesting uh, weekend to help sort things out in that region too. Class four A Region One, led by the Jackson Aggies at five and zero. They're four and zero in the region. They defeated Escambia County by a score of fifty to seven this past week. They will be at Satsuma, so that'll be another win for Jackson. T. R. Miller at four and two, three and one in the region. They defeated Bayside Academy thirty one to seventeen. They will be. At Escambia County High School in Atmore, we talked about that game earlier. St. Michael's at four and three, three and one in the region. They defeated Orange Beach by a score of forty-nine to three. St. Michael's will pick up another win this week. They go to Wilcox Central, and so that's going to be a gimme. Now, if they can get in and out of there over there, uh, then then that'll be a game that St. Michael's will win. And then, of course, uh, the fourth place team right now, the Escambia County High School Blue Devils, at five and two. They're two and two in the region. They lost to Jackson, as we said, fifty to seven. They play T.R. Miller now. Escambia County. They've still got some big games coming up, so they they've got to win. In looking at what I've looked at, you know, you've got Bayside Academy down below them. They're also two and two. You've got Satsuma, who's also two and two. Now, more than likely, Satsuma's fixing to pick up another loss because they're going to play Jackson. So that's going to bump them down a notch. But Bayside Academy and Escambia County, Escambia County, the two of those schools right there, it's going to be who can win two out of three going toward the end as to who will pick up that number four spot in the region. Yeah, that that's right. And uh, um, Scambia County is a much improved team, but you know they started uh, four and one last year, wind up going four and six. Uh, they're five and one this year, best record they've had since two thousand seven uh, to start. So you know they've got T.R. Miller, and then they got Bayside Academy behind that. They need to win one of those games to make to make the playoffs. 
if and then if, if they if they say that they upset PR Miller this this Friday night, then you're going to wind up with the same thing as, as we just talked about in the division above them, the, the classification above them. You you could wind up with a bunch of teams with a three and three records where they play the Brown Robin of beating each other. Uh, if Scam McCain's able to either beat Bayside or T.R. Miller and vice versa. So there could be some uh, tiebreaker uh, scenarios going on there too in uh, Class 4A Region 1. Let's go to Class 3A Region 1 now. Of course, uh, the region's being led by Mobile Christian. We've seen Mobile Christian, and they are impressive to say the least. I mean, they're huge up front. Uh, defensively and offensively, they've got a good running game, good strong running game. Quarterback's good. They've got good wide receivers that are fast. And the thing about their wide receivers that I remember most is how tall they were. I mean, they're they've got some specimen wide receivers that uh, they get open and they catch the football. And uh, and so Mobile Christian, they will be at Cottage Hill this week. So that'll be another win for Mobile Christian. We just got through seeing Cottage Hill. Cottage Hill is really going to be out man in this ball game. Now, a big game here, Thomasville at 5 and 0, 4 and 0. Uh so they're tied with that top spot. Those two teams are going to have to play each other uh coming up here in just a few weeks. But uh, Thomasville will be playing XL at home this week. Of course, Thomasville defeated Flomerton 21 to 7 this past week. You got the Neil Blue Eagles, they defeated Cottage Hill as we talked about. That was our game this past Friday night, 42 to 13. Uh Neil is at home against the Flomerton Hurricanes this week. That's a game that we will have on the radio again. And uh, there again, Flomerton is uh, is going to be there at Neil. So if the if everything was shut down tonight, your top four teams in Class 3A Region 1 would be Mobile Christian, Thomasville, W.S. Neal, and Flomerton. That top spot is still open, and it's going to be settled, I believe you said, in about two weeks between Mobile yeah. Christian and Thomasville. Yeah, I think and that that would be my four top teams if I had to predict right now who's going to make it. Regardless of order, I think Mobile Christian is the best team. Bowmanton did challenge uh, Thomasville a little bit. Nobody's Jackson, Alabama, and Mobile Christian, neither teams in 4A and 3A have been challenged this year. They've, they've, they've put a – like you said about Mobile Christian's receivers, they're, they're tall, fast, and smart. <laughs> you know, they don't make any mistakes. Yeah, they're, they're just back over their whole team. Uh, but yeah, that's uh, that. That'll be a good game in two weeks, and uh, and uh, but that would that, I think that's the four top teams in that area. I, I think that's you know unless some kind of big upset happens, that's probably your four playoff teams. Moving down to Class Three, Two uh, A Region One. I'm sorry, Two A Region One. Uh, right now. The region is being led by St. Luke's. St. Luke's at 6-1, 4-0 in the region. They defeated Francis Marion 51-16. They're off this week. Clark County, they defeated Chickasaw 40 to nothing. And uh, and so they will be playing J.U. Blackshire at home. Chickasaw is uh, they lost to Clark County forty to nothing. They're at three and four and two and two. They will be at Fruitdale. That'll be a that'll be a win for um, for Chickasaw there. And J.U. Blackshire in the number four spot right now. They lost to McKenzie this past week. Um, a very good one a 
football team. They lost to McKenzie on homecoming at, at URI, 38-16. They will be at Clark County, so that's a big game right there to settle on those. More than likely, Rick, and, and we've, we've been talking about them, uh, because if you look at Washington County and Francis Marion in the um, in the last two spots, the, the five and six spot in that region, I would think that... Other than Clark County, if Clark County knocks off St. Luke's when the two of them play, it very well could be Clark County, St. Luke's, Chickasaw, and J.U. Blackshear, the one through four teams in that Class 2A Region 1 region area. Yeah, I'm in total agreement with you. I think you're looking at you know, the top four as they stand. That's probably your your four, your four playoff teams, in, you know, in my humble opinion. And and as we talked about, you know, looking at um, looking at Clark County, you can't look at their record at three and four no, and judge not. anything by the football team. That's a that's a good stinking football team. Yeah, I agree uh, wholeheartedly. Let's move now to Class 1A, Region 1. Of course, you've got uh, up there on Wildcat Hill over there across the river in Millery, the uh, the 6-1 and one Millery Wildcats. They Their only loss of the year came to Centronale. Um, they defeated Washington County by a score of 57 to nothing. They will play J.F. Shields at home this week. You got the Leroy Bears right behind them. Of course, these two teams, both Millery and Leroy, they're going to meet up here before it's all over with, and they're going to play each other. Both teams are 3-0 and in the region. Of course, Leroy defeated J.F. Shields by a score of 46-8. to They will be at Southern Choctaw this week. You got Choctaw County at 2-3 and and 2-2 and in the region. 2 and 3 overall, 2 and 2 in the region. They defeated Southern Choctaw 14 to 12 in a nail biter. They will play McIntosh this week and then you've got that number 4 spot McIntosh uh, at 2 and 5, 2 and 2. They defeated Fruitdale by a score of 34 to nothing. Of course, they will be at Choctaw County. So you've got the the number 3 and number 4 teams in the region taking on each other this week. So that's going to kind of start working itself out. And then if you look at that top spot, Millery and Leroy are yet to play each other. So one of those two teams is going to merge victorious in that game and take control of that region. That's right. They both, they play each other. And just as we were talking about earlier with, uh, 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 Mobile Christian and, and, this team, these two teams will meet on the 20 in two weeks, basically. Uh, McIntyre, a little over two weeks, Mac and, uh, Leroy and Millery will meet. So, and I, and I, if you're looking at their schedules, I think they'll both be undefeated too. So it, it should be a home there. Well, Rick, that's going to about do it for us. We've we've covered everything kind of that we wanted to talk about today. We talked about all the teams in uh, Monroe and Escambia County, Alabama, you know, primarily uh, in Class 3A and 4A Region 1. We've gone through the playoff scenarios from 7A all the way down to 1A in the Alabama High School Athletic Association. Talked about all the games, the way things could work out in uh, those Region 1s and each respective thing. So, so now as we are at midway, week on uh, here we are on wednesday uh we're coming up on friday night and another weekend of exciting high school football action here on the gulf coast uh so excited uh, you know can't wait to get our game in and man there's going to be some good football all over our area and it looks like the the weather's going to play a big role in it uh, it's going to be great football weather this weekend so just everybody needs to get out and enjoy their favorite team that's right. After this this little uh, 
uh, tropical disturbance type thing kind of gets on out of the way. I think I think most of the teams that are playing this weekend will have a, a nice, pleasant uh, evening uh, Friday night to play football. So. Well, Rick, thank you so much for joining me again today like you always do. And, of course, uh, buddy, I'll see you uh, Friday afternoon, and we'll be we'll be loaded up in the vehicle and headed to East Bruton to cover uh, our game with the Neil Blue Eagles. And that game, uh, like we said, will be on 105.9 WBZR Atmore. And, of course, we thank you so much for joining us. We call this the Sports Moose Media Podcast. We do it each and every week. We try to put it out for you. We cover high school football in southwest Alabama. And uh, Rick and I want to thank you for joining us. And uh, don't forget that you can find the Sports Moose Media Podcast wherever you find your podcasts. Yep. Thank you, Ricky. I appreciate it. It's been my pleasure.